Rise. Let's go now to our Auburn Bank phone line, bringing on a very good friend, our buddy J.G. Tate of Auburn Rivals, kind enough to join us here on the show. How's this Wednesday going for you, J.G.? I have not heard shotgun bullets over here in Montgomery yet, so, I mean, that's a good day so far. <laughs> a win, a win, a win. That's what we like to hear. Uh, well, it's good to hear from you. Uh, the basketball season's come to a close. The football <laughs> spring portion of the calendar has come to the close. Like, what's on your radar this time of year, J.G.? Uh, I just kind of get into softball, honestly. I, I learned to love it, I don't know, when, when Clint was here, and uh, I just kind of kept following it. And this team's gotten a lot better. You know a lot about that, JJ. So, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I like following that team. And I, I like this team. They're going to get, obviously, they're going to get to the uh, tournament and may be able to host. And uh, I'm just kind of excited to see uh, if they can get that last little 10 or 15% that they need out of their offense maybe get a little bit out of Shelby, and uh, it could be a pretty dangerous team. If you like home runs, you'll enjoy watching those softball. And the pace is so quick. And, yeah, I, I honestly didn't do a whole lot of uh, softball myself until uh, broadcasting games over the past six or seven years with Britt. And, uh, no, it's it's a whole lot of fun to watch this team. You, you're impressed by the offense, though. It's kind of your big takeaway for them. Yeah, well, just compared to last year, because it was sure. horrible last year. <laughs> and now I, I feel like they should be above average. Right now they're kind of waffling a little bit between average and a little bit better. But Brie Ellis, if you don't know who she is, uh, she's their cleanup hitter. And I'm telling you, I have never seen someone at Auburn have that kind of power. It's unbelievable. And she's just a freshman. Yeah, terrifying. Another freshman, Nelia Peralta, has got double-digit home runs, and Casey Cooper's the only one who's ever done that before. So really, really talented softball team on the diamond there. What about uh, – you got any thoughts on baseball? I know BMAT does a lot of the baseball coverage for you guys over there, but where are you on Butch Thompson's bunch? Well, as you know, someone who's kind of spent most of his life a little more portly, uh, yeah, Sonny Deshara is a guy that I love. <laughs> and I'm glad he's having such an incredible year, man. You know, BMAT has felt all along that this team was, like, solid, nothing, not necessarily better, not necessarily worse than that. But, man, the sweep last week, the fact that they're getting their pitching sorted out a little bit and they're getting a few other guys, uh, a few other sticks kind of get heating up, I don't know, they're looking a little bit better now, and I think Brian agrees. So I'm also interested to see how far that team can go. I, I, listen, I believe in Butch as much as anybody alive, so I, I'm glad to see him kind of getting this team turned around, and I, I think he's one heck of a coach. Yeah, uh, JG. I think we're like bouncing around a bunch of different sports. I mean, a sport that's not playing currently, basketball, but all attention it seems to be on the uh, recruiting going on. Julian Phillips just uh, finished his official visit here. It sounds like there's a potential that Bruce Pearl may have a better roster next year than he had this year. I mean, do you see it that way? Yeah, I don't know about that because uh, Jabari was so good, and I don't think they're going to have a Jabari unless something really weird happens. But I think top to bottom, they're going to have a lot of dudes. And if you add Julian Phillips uh, to me, I mentioned him on the bunker yesterday as someone I think is kind of a unicorn in the sense that he can help you in transition. Uh, He's a good three-point shooter. Uh, He can play potentially two. I think of him more as three myself. He can also play some four. So he gives you a lot of options. And I don't know that he's quite like Jabari right off the bat. I mean, first of all, he's 6'8". He's a different kind of player. But I think he's a guy with 15 games might be able to be one of those really good freshmen nationally. So he would be a great guy to add. I still think they need to add another big. And they're definitely pursuing uh, Janai Broom uh, from Moorhead State. I think it's down to Auburn and Florida at this point. We'll see what the basketball roster looks like. I mean, this is just going to be the new norm, right? We're in the transfer portal era, and, and this is something that we've got to get adjusted to, right? Yeah, I think that's part of it. NIL is also a factor, and Auburn's kind of in the process of getting some things straightened out on the NIL front. Uh, a lot of folks with good intentions, and I think a lot of folks that are willing to give to that organization, but it's just kind of making sure they're all 
getting things working in the right direction. You know, it's, it's a difficult balance. You have to set up uh, NIL uh, deals for uh, current Auburn players, and then you have to set them up uh, for potential Auburn players, and I think it adds a lot of complexity. It's a very complicated thing to do and, and to do well, and I, I love the attitude that everybody up there has been has been showing to try to get that right. What about from the football perspective, JG? Because we exit spring, and now we're at the portion of the year where everyone wants to focus on the transfer portal for the football team and how you can make improvements going into fall camp. Like, Is there one position group that Auburn needs to truly focus on, or how do you see that shaping up? To me, they really need linemen. Uh, and the problem is that I think that they need quality offensive linemen. The problem is that they've got 15 offensive linemen on scholarship here. Uh, and a lot of those guys are coming back after multiple years playing. It's really tough to tell a kid, hey man, why don't you come to Auburn and uh, yeah, we think you can play. And then it's like, hey, there's 15 guys competing <laughs> for the job. Like, It's like Auburn is concurrently not very good on the offensive line and full on the offensive line, which is a very strange thing to have. Uh, and then on the defensive line, it's not quite like that. But they've got some good starters, and I, I don't know. Their roster's just set up to where some guy coming in from a lower division is going to be scared off a little bit by some of the depth Auburn has. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm obligated to ask you uh, what the quarterback update is here for April 2022. I mean, just kind of how I feel about how that will break down? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've believed in Zach Calzada all along. And, okay. Uh, nothing I've seen or heard has changed my feeling on that. I think he'll be the QB1. Uh, I think that Robbie Ashford is the next best choice, and uh, he is getting better very quickly. So that's something to keep, certainly keep an eye on. But I think Zach Calzada has an insane arm. I think he has a great arm. And if he just kind of harnesses that and learns to make even better decisions than he did at A&M, I, I think he could be a really good player for Auburn. What stood out to you from from interactions that you might have had from this new coaching staff uh, that's coming together? Because it's year two for Harson, but a lot of turnover in, in that regard, and, and got a chance to catch up with some of those coaches throughout the spring portion of football. What stood out to you about that staff? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that this group as a, as a whole has a much better idea of what it needs to do to thrive, specifically in a recruiting context. I just think a lot of guys got here from Boise. And they had done a very good job of recruiting at Boise, largely because they had a great identity out there. And kids in that zone of the country wanted to be there because they had so much inertia. You know, when you come to Auburn, it isn't quite like that. You've got a lot of people around you, like Georgia, Alabama, Florida, LSU, et cetera, et cetera, Miami now, trying to steal your kids. And you got to kind of change how you market yourself. And I think they were a little slow to pick that up. Not all of them, but the staff as a whole was. And now I think they're in lockstep. I think they understand what they've got to do. They know what's got to be done, uh, including the head coach. And I just love this kind of mental transformation they've made in the last six months to say, hey, we do need to make some adjustments. And uh, they're doing the right things. I like what they're doing on the recruiting trail. And, I mean, they've already got a five-star safety committed, which is a great step forward for them. And I think they've got more really high-profile guys that are going to come along um, in the next three or four months. I know a lot of people learned yesterday from, from listening to Coach Harson, Coach Pearl talk on, on their ambush tour that they're going on. People excited about incoming freshman Trey Donaldson. There was a thought that maybe he'd be able to play both football and basketball, but it seems as though he's just going to be a, a Bruce Pearl player sticking to the hardwood. I just think it would have been so awesome here in 2022 to see a guy play two different sports. But, J.G., I guess that's just something that we're not going to get the chance to see, and maybe we won't see that again because I know that uh, the younger you are they want to see more specialists in sports and that sort of thing and i just think that's a shame because i think it'd be epic to see one of those two sports stars in the sec 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's been a guy who's been exposed to a lot of different sports, and so you know, he's kind of like he's doing what you're talking about, where he's not specializing. Right. He, he did, he did spread out and get a pretty broad base of skills. I just think he's a better basketball player than he is a football player, if you want to know my opinion. And I think he's got a real future on the court, whereas I think his future in football would be college at best. That's just kind of the way I see it. And then the coaches don't want to open him up to injury. I mean, if he's playing for Harson, he doesn't want him to get injured and, and stall his safety development. And then the same goes for BP. But my thought all along was that he was going to play basketball only here. So uh, uh, to me, this isn't shocking or anything. All right, it's J.G. Tate, Auburn Rivals, AuburnSports.com. Uh, give me a quick plug of the website, J.G., and then we've got a couple of more things we want to talk to you about. Uh, yeah, it's the greatest website in the history of the Internet, uh, the bunker, <laughs> the message board. It's so much fun, and everybody talks smack, and we have a lot of fun together, and it's family. Family, yeah. <laughs> well, J.G., as you, as you know, I, I like to peruse the bunker. Uh, of course. There, there's some things on here. It, it's not all sports, so uh, give, give us a hint at maybe some cool stuff that's currently up on the bunker that maybe is not sports related. Like I'm sitting here looking, they're talking about fictosexuals. <laughs> yeah, that's apparently when you have a relationship with a hologram. Um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I mean that's kind of out of my zone a little bit. Uh, you just kind of have to figure out. We got one about uh, having some family fighting, uh, sleep apnea. Yeah, I mean, lots of fun things always going on. It is. It is a fun site, and and, they, and I don't see any up here like in, at the moment. They like to talk a little bit of bourbon. I know you're a bourbon connoisseur. Of course. I want to do this. I want to do this uh, before we get out as well, JG. We've been working on our great sports movie bracket. We started with sixty-four, going head to head down to four. I know you're a busy man. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to to see this over the past few weeks or so, but we're down to four. Okay. Yeah. Moneyball, a league of their own, Rocky, and the Sandlot. What's the best sports movie? Wow, there's some really good ones right there. Uh, the one that I enjoy the most out of them is League of Their Own. And part of the reason is that that was filmed uh, over there in Indiana, uh, Evansville, Indiana, which is very close to where I was at the time that was filming. So we would go over there and try to see Madonna, who was a huge star no at kidding. the time. I know she's, like, she's an old chick now, but uh, we didn't actually get to see her. But it was fun kind of being around that hype over that way. So that, that movie has kind of a special... Uh, connection for me and my wife i'd imagine so that's awesome jg we always do appreciate the time keep up the good work and uh look forward to talking to you again soon okay all right man see y'all